maybe Deuteronomy, but maybe not the longest chapter in the book, um, which is what we're up to tonight. Uh, chapter 28, Deuteronomy. Turn with me to that chapter. As we begin tonight, it's important to remember where we are. Um, this is one of Moses' final speeches to the people of Israel. Um, last week we looked at uh, Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal, uh, the command to go into the land and to have half of Israel on one mountain and half on the other, and in between them is this gulf, this divide. And the Levites are to speak to the people these curses. Cursed is anyone who does this. Cursed is anyone who does this. And um, as they are seeing this, it's a very vivid picture uh, for all Israel to see that there's a separation between blessing and cursing. There's nothing in between. There's this gulf between. Um, some will be blessed who love Yahweh and show that love by carefully obeying His voice and following his commands. And some will be cursed who do not love Yahweh and follow the voice of his commands. And it's this vivid picture. Remember the, the pillars were set up on Mount Ebal and written in the plaster that uh, this is what is governing Israel. This is who is governing Israel, Yahweh. Um, that was last week. Tonight... We continue that theme, but the picture um, is gone of this, uh, this act, if you will. And tonight is living, illustrated color uh, of words, of what cursing looks like, of what blessing looks like. And uh, like I said, this is one of the longest, I think it is the longest chapter in uh, Deuteronomy. And... Uh, Interestingly, the cursing is about three times longer than the blessing, three or four times longer uh, than the blessing. Um, before we read the passage, I want each of you to ask yourself a simple question. Is there life and happiness, blessing, apart from Yahweh, apart from Jesus? Is there life and happiness, apart from Yahweh, apart from Jesus. We are going to read in chapter 30 that he is life. So choose life. Chapter 30, verse 20. If you believe that there is nowhere to be found life other than in Yahweh, your God, other than Jesus Christ, then these words that we're going to read tonight, even the cursings, are life to you. For he is telling you that clinging to him and obeying him is the only way for you to be blessed. There is no life. It's like a, a hand that's been cut off. We don't often chop off our hands and say, go have a nice life hand. You cut something off from Yahweh. 
and there's death. There's only destruction and ruin. Whereas remaining in Yahweh, remaining in Christ, is blessing. He is life. He's the fullness of life. He is the all in all. It is a gift to know when and where and how we can live and thrive. And so while this picture that we're going to read is maybe not the most pleasant, it is a gift from God to know what it is like to be apart from him. And each and every one of us need to know that. We're going to see throughout the cursings section that it is, if you do not obey and follow the voice, if you depart from Yahweh your God, um, that is the consequence. If on the other hand you believe that you can find life apart from Jesus, then these words will seem harsh to you. Perhaps God is just a bit of a bully. Um, How you answer that question is very important. But the truth is there is no life. There is no life apart from Christ. You young children, not many here tonight, but my own, um, listen closely to these words and believe and trust that life and blessing are only found by following and obeying Jesus. May each one of you and all of us cling to him alone. So, to chapter 28. The first section, 1 to 14, I will read it in its entirety. Um, listen now to God's word. And if you faithfully, remember this is Moses still speaking, um, telling them they, they go into the land and they stand on the mountains and they say, Cursed is anyone who does uh, these things. And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, Yahweh your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, Yahweh your God will set you high above the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. If you obey the voice of Yahweh your God, blessed shall you be in the city, And blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your herds, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall you be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Yahweh will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Yahweh will command the blessing on you and your barns and in all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land that the Lord your God, Yahweh your God, is giving you. Yahweh will establish you as a people holy to himself as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of Yahweh your God and walk in his ways. And all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of Yahweh, and they shall be afraid of you. And Yahweh will make you abound in prosperity in the fruit of your womb, and in the fruit of your livestock, and the fruit of your ground, 
within the land that Yahweh swore to your fathers to give you, Yahweh will open to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And Yahweh will make you the head and not the tail. And you shall only go up and not down if you obey the commandments of Yahweh your God which I command you today, being careful to do them. And if you do not turn aside from any of the words that I command you today, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods, to serve them. The blessing part. Notice that being in Yahweh, listening and obeying his voice, then the Lord will do these things set you high above the nations. He'll send blessings to pursue you like a heat-seeking missile. It's like uh, in uh, Psalm 23. What does it say? Surely goodness and mercy shall... The word is pursue. It's like God can't wait to chase after you with blessing and throw it on top of you. He's just running around after you, waiting to dump blessing upon you. You see that God will pursue you with blessing. In this passage, God just can't wait to give you blessing. Can you doubt this? Think of the history of redemption. What did God God do? Our first parents were given paradise, fruitful labor, food, fellowship, and they abandoned the voice of the Lord. And what was the result of that? No more garden, no more fellowship. Immediately, what is Adam saying about his wife? This woman that you gave me, thus and so. But let's look at the passage um, itself. The, the organization, verses 1 through um, 6 are going to be exactly paralleled in the cursing section of 15 through 19. As we read that, you're going to see the exact parallel of both. So a general blessing pronounced upon you. It's it's a a bit vague, but general blessing. Um, And then 15 through 19 will be general cursing. We'll read that in a moment. But then it's filled out um, in a little fuller form in 7 through uh, 14, what that specific blessing looks like. So what, uh, as you look through that, what do you see as the blessings? What are some of the things that uh, jump out at you that the Lord will bless Israel with? Mom? Yeah, the, the enemies will come at you as a unified group, and yet they'll flee and so many different ways, it's seven different ways. They, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. What else? What other blessings? 
Yeah, every place is full of blessing. Yeah, um, there's not a place where you can go where blessing will not uh, find you. Um, good. What, what else? Yeah, your work, your industry, your, your barns, all that you undertake, your kneading trough, your, uh, your basket. Um, we might say that's a harvest and uh, a plenty. Um, one more that I really um, see here. What's that? Childbearing, yeah. Your children. Your children are just blessed and pouring out of you and uh, filling the land. Um, and then one final one that's going to be significant in the cursings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that uh, section, blessings of name, a holy, set apart for Yahweh and called by his name. All the nations will see you and know that you are called by the name of Yahweh, um, and they will be afraid of you. Interesting. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Well, you can see that in so many stories, can't you? That uh, Christians can be a byword. Um, oh, those Christians, you know. But um, how many stories of faith coming to faith have you heard of? Well, that that person's a Christian, and that what they did that because they were a Christian. What does that mean? And then they pursue that and meet Christ himself. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't sign it the other way, but you met them in their small church. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people who are following Christ and obeying his word where where else would you want to be refuge? Housed by a Christian who believes what these laws that we have read and obeying them? Do you want to live in that house? Or do you live in the house who every man does what is right in their own eyes? I mean, it's not a hard question. Um, and we all should should know that and feel that. Any other thoughts on the blessing section? We got, yeah. <laughs> Different climate, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, in Israel, um, if you didn't have rain, you didn't have food. Um, and it didn't rain 90 out of the whatever days of the year, 120 or whatever it is around here. Um, yeah, 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 when uh, Elijah pronounces that it will not be rain on the land except at my word, and it did not rain for three and a half years, um, they were in desperate straits, yeah, yeah.
I think what you really have in this section is um, to, to remain, we're going to end here, but to remain in God, to pursue Him and trust Him to take care of you. Like, that's really emphasized that uh, um, obeying, following hard after Yahweh, your God, is the only way that life will be good. Um, to, and to trust Him. I mean, the Psalms are full of men in trouble who are trusting and following hard after uh, after. Yahweh, and yet um, always by the end, almost always, there's the blessing of knowing that Yahweh is in control. And ultimately, we as, as Christians, it's not um, in this life that we necessarily see these things. This is, a, is like you said, a picture um, before us of what ultimately will be, which is perfect communion with God in Him forever and ever. And we are following his commands without having to struggle to follow them. And, uh, you know, otherwise, you know, Christians being kidnapped on buses, we'd think, well, where's the blessing there? Yeah. But um, what is being held before us is life, and life is in, in Yahweh alone. Life is in God alone. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, Dan. Um, verses uh, 7 through 13, um, some of you may find this interesting. Uh, 7 has foreign relations. Um, sorry, my print is so small and my eyes aren't what they ought to be. Um, the Lord will cause your enemies to rise against you, be defeated. And then uh, 13... Um, God will make you the head and not the tail shall go up. And if, um, let's see, and you shall lend to many nations and shall not borrow. So you have the foreign relations on either end. And then you have uh, next in verse 8, you have kind of the domestic affairs. You have um, the Lord will command the blessing on you and your barns and everything that you undertake. And then in verses 11, um, again, you have that. Um, sorry. And the Lord will make you abound in prosperity and the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your livestock and the fruit of your ground, um, so on and so forth. And then right in the center of that is the Lord will establish you as a people holy to himself as he has sworn to you. If you keep his commandments of Yahweh your God and walk in his ways, and all people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of Yahweh. What is, where's all this 
blessing come from? Well, it's surrounded by being God's people, being called by his name. So it uh, just highlights that point of uh, where this blessing comes from. Um, well, equally gracious to us is the Lord warning us of what it's like to be apart from him. So I will um, read the entirety of this and then we'll kind of break it up in pieces. It's a, it's a very long passage, but uh, hear the words of the Lord. But if you will not obey the voice of Yahweh your God, or be careful to do all his commandments and the statutes that I command you today, then all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. Notice the contrast. God is going to pursue you with blessing and heap it upon you. Now the contrast. He's going to pursue you to overtake you with cursing. Cursed shall you be in the city, and cursed shall you be in the field. Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Cursed shall be the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground, the increase of your herds and the young of your flock. Cursed shall you be when you come in, and cursed shall you be when you go out. As I said, that's the exact parallel to verses 1 through 6. Um, you can look back and see that um, later. Yahweh will send on you curses, confusion, and frustration and all that you undertake to do until you are destroyed and perish quickly on account of the evil of your deeds because you have forsaken me. Yahweh will make the pestilence stick to you until he has consumed you off the land that you are entering to take possession of. Yahweh will strike you with wasting disease and with fever, inflammation and fiery heat and with drought with blight and with mildew. They shall pursue you until you perish, and the heavens over your head shall be bronze, and the earth under you shall be iron. Yahweh will make the rain of your land powder, and the dust shall come down on you until you are destroyed. Yahweh will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You shall go out one way against them, and flee seven ways before them, and you shall be a horror to all the kingdoms of the earth, and your dead body shall be food for all birds of the air and for the beasts of the earth, and there shall be no one to frighten them away. Yahweh will strike you with the boils of Egypt and with tumors and scabs and itch of which you cannot be healed. Yahweh will strike you with madness and blindness and confusion of mind, and you shall grope at noonday as the blind grope in darkness. And you shall not prosper in your ways, and you shall be only oppressed and robbed continually, and there shall be no one to help you. You shall betroth a wife, but another man shall ravish her. You shall build a house, but you shall not dwell in it. You shall plant a vineyard, but you shall not enjoy its fruit. Your ox shall be slaughtered before your eyes, but you shall not eat any of it. Your donkey shall be seized before your face. It shall not be restored to you. Your sheep shall be given to your enemies, but there shall be no one to help you. Your sons and your daughters shall be given to another people, while your eyes look on and fail with longing for them all day long. 
but you shall be helpless. A nation that you have not known shall eat of the fruit of your ground and of all your labors, and you shall be only oppressed and crushed continually, so that you are driven mad by the sights that your eyes see. Yahweh will strike you on the knees and on the legs with grievous boils, of which you cannot be healed from the sole of your foot to the crown of your head. Yahweh will bring you and your king whom you set over you to a nation that neither you nor your fathers have known, and there you shall serve other gods of wood and stone, and you shall become a horror, a proverb, and a byword among the peoples where Yahweh will lead you away. You shall carry much seed into the field and shall gather in little, for the locust shall consume it. You shall plant vineyards and dress them, but you shall neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. You shall have olive trees throughout all your territory, but you shall not anoint yourself with the oil, for your olives shall drop off. You shall father sons and daughters, but they shall not be yours, for they shall go into captivity. The cricket shall possess all your trees and the fruit of your ground. The sojourner who is among you shall rise higher and higher above you, and you shall come down lower and lower. He shall lend to you, and you shall not lend to him. He shall be the head, and you shall be the tail. All these curses shall come upon you and pursue you and overtake you till you are destroyed, because you did not obey the voice of Yahweh your God to keep his commandments and his statutes that he commanded you. They shall be a sign and a wonder against you and your offspring forever because you did not serve Yahweh your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart because of the abundance of all things. Therefore you shall serve your enemies, whom Yahweh will send against you in hunger and thirst and nakedness and lacking everything. And he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. Yahweh will bring a nation against you from far away, from the end of the earth, swooping down like the eagle, a nation whose language you do not understand, a hard-faced nation who shall not respect the old to show mercy or show mercy to the young. It shall eat the offspring of your cattle and of the fruit of your ground until you are destroyed. It shall not leave you grain, wine, or oil, the increase of your herds or the young of your flock until they have caused you to perish." They shall besiege you and all your towns until your high and fortified walls in which you trusted come down throughout all your land. And they shall besiege you in all your towns throughout all your land, which Yahweh your God has given you. And you shall eat of the fruit of your womb, the flesh of your sons and daughters, whom Yahweh your God has given you in the siege and in the distress with which your enemies shall distress you. The man who is the most tender and refined among you will begrudge food to his brother, to the wife he embraces, and to the last of his children whom he has left, so that he will not give any to them any of the flesh of his children whom he is eating, because he has nothing else left in the siege and in the distress with which your enemy shall distress you and all your towns. The most tender and refined woman among you who would not venture to set the sole of her foot on the ground because she is so delicate and tender, 
will begrudge to the husband she embraces, to her son and to her daughter, her afterbirth that comes out from between her feet and her children, whom she bears, because lacking everything, she will eat them secretly in the siege and in the distress with which your enemy shall distress you in your towns. If you are not careful to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that you may fear this glorious and awesome name, Yahweh your God, then Yahweh will bring on you and your offspring extraordinary afflictions, afflictions severe and lasting, and sickness grievous and lasting. And he will bring upon you again all the diseases of Egypt, of which you were afraid, and they shall cling to you. Every sickness also and every affliction that is not recorded in the book of this law, Yahweh will bring upon you until you are destroyed. Whereas you are as numerous as the stars of heaven, you shall be left few in number, because you did not obey the voice of Yahweh your God. And as Yahweh took delight in doing you good and multiplying you, so Yahweh will take delight in bringing ruin upon you and destroying you, and you shall be plucked off the land that you are entering to take possession of it. And Yahweh will scatter you among the peoples from one end of the earth to the other, and there you shall serve other gods of wood and stone, which neither you nor your fathers have known. And among these nations you shall find no respite, and there shall be no resting place for the sole of your foot. But Yahweh will give you there a trembling heart and failing eyes and a languishing soul. Your life shall hang in doubt before you. Night and day you shall be in dread and have no, e and have no assurance of your life. In the morning you shall say, if only it were evening. And at evening you shall say, if only it were morning. Because of the dread that your heart shall feel and the sights that your eyes shall see. And Yahweh will bring you back in ships to Egypt, a journey that I promised that you should never make again. And there you shall offer yourselves for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves. But there will be no buyer. These are the words of the covenant that Yahweh commanded Moses to make with the people of Israel in the land of Moab besides the covenant that he made with them at Horeb. <laughs> like the blessings pursued those who love, trust, and obey, 